The Book of Acts, Chapter 2 Then when the actual day of Pentecost came, they were all assembled together. Suddenly there was a sound from heaven like the rushing of a violent wind, and it filled the whole house where they were seated. Before their eyes appeared tongues like flames, which separated off and settled upon each of one of them. They were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in different languages, as the Spirit gave them power to proclaim the message. Now there were living in Jerusalem Jews of deep faith from every nation of the world. When they had heard this sound, a crowd quickly collected and were completely bewildered because each one of them heard these men speaking in his own language. They were absolutely amazed and said in their astonishment, Listen, surely all these speakers are Galileans. How then does it happen that every single one of us can hear the particular language he has known from a child? There were Parthians, Medes, and Elamites. There were men whose homes are in Mesopotamia, in Judea, and Cappadocia, Pontus, Asia, Phrygia, Pamphylia, Egypt, and the parts of Libya near Cyrene, as well as visitors from Rome. There were Jews and proselytes, men from Crete, and men from Arabia. Yet we can all hear these men speaking of the glorious works of God in our native language. Everyone was utterly amazed and did not know what to make of it. Indeed, they kept saying to each other, What on earth can this mean? But there were others who laughed mockingly and said, These fellows have drunk too much sweet wine. Then Peter, with the eleven standing by him, raised his voice and addressed them. Fellow Jews and all who are living now in Jerusalem, listen carefully to what I say while I explain to you what has happened. These men are not drunk as you suppose. It is only nine o'clock in the morning of this great feast day. No, this is something which was predicted by the prophet Joel. And it shall be in the last days, saith God. I will pour forth of my spirit upon all flesh, and your sons and daughters shall prophesy, and your young men shall see visions, and your old men shall dream dreams. Yea, and on my servants and on my handmaidens in those days will I pour forth of my spirit, and they shall prophesy, and I will show wonders in the heaven above, and signs on the earth beneath, blood and fire and vapour of smoke, the sun shall be turned into darkness, and the moon into blood, before the day of the Lord come, that great and notable day. And it shall be that whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Men of Israel, I beg you to listen to my words. Jesus of Nazareth was a man proved to you by God himself through the works of power, the miracles and the signs which God showed through him here amongst you. As you very well know, this man who was put into your power by the predetermined plan and foreknowledge of God, you nailed up and murdered, and you used for your purpose men without the law. But God would not allow the bitter pains of death to hold him. He raised him to life again. And indeed there was nothing by which death could hold such a man. When David speaks about him, he says, I beheld the Lord always before my face, for he is on my right hand, that I should not be moved. Therefore my heart was glad, and my tongue rejoiced. Moreover, my flesh also shall dwell in hope, because thou wilt not leave my soul in Hades, neither wilt you give thy Holy One to see corruption. Thou madest known unto me the ways of life. Thou shalt make me full of gladness with thy countenance. Men and brother Jews, I can surely speak freely to you about the patriarch David. There is no doubt that he died and was buried, and his grave is here among us to this day. But while he was alive, he was a prophet. He knew that God had given him a most solemn promise, which he would place one of his descendants upon his throne. He foresaw the resurrection of Christ, 
and it is this of which he is speaking. Christ did not leave his soul in Hades, and his body did not see corruption. This man, Jesus, God raised up, a fact of which all of us are eyewitnesses. He has been raised to the right hand of God. He has received from the Father and poured out among us the promised Holy Spirit. That is what you now see and hear. David never ascended to heaven, but he certainly said, The Lord said unto my Lord, Sit thou on my right hand, till I make thine enemies the footstool of thy feet. Now therefore the whole nation of Israel must know beyond the shadow of doubt that this Jesus whom you crucified, God has declared to be both Lord and Christ. When they heard this, they were cut to the quick, and they cried to Peter and the other apostles, Men and fellow Jews, what shall we do now? Peter told them, You must repent, and every one of you must be baptized into the name of Jesus Christ, so that you may have your sins forgiven and receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. For this great promise is for you and your children, yes, and for all who are far away, for as many as the Lord our God shall call to himself. Peter said much more than this as he gave testimony and implored them, saying, Save yourselves from this perverse generation. Then those who welcomed his message were baptized, and on that day alone about 3,000 souls were added to the number of disciples. They continued steadily learning the teaching of the apostles and joined in their fellowship, in the breaking of bread and in prayer. Everyone felt a deep sense of awe, while many miracles and signs took place through the apostles. All the believers joined together and shared everything in common. They sold their possessions and goods and divided the proceeds among the fellowship according to individual need. Day after day they met by common consent in the temple. They broke bread together in their homes, sharing meals with simple joy. They praised God continually, and all the people respected them. Every day the Lord increased the number of those who were finding salvation.